this weekend. Join Vision CEO Phil Edwards for Sunday Morning Together. Each week, Phil is joined by pastors from across Australia as they minister to us all. Communion, conversation, encouragement and a smorgasbord of great songs help us focus on God's character and promises. Sunday Morning Together with Phil Edwards on Vision and on demand every Sunday in the free Vision Christian Media app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's turn our attention to developments in mission work in the nation of Borneo. Now, Our Anzac defence personnel were a part of the Borneo campaign back in the Second World War. So there are amazing connections to Borneo to a lot of Australian families. Well, Pastor Ronnie and Kay Haybour are missionaries on the island of Borneo. They're working in the heart of the West Kalimantan jungle. And Ronnie is joining us. Ronnie, a special welcome along to 2020. Yeah, thank you, Neil. Yeah, fantastic to be with you. Ronnie, you've been serving there since 1995. You're well established. A wonderful listeners. Give us a little impression as to where you are geographically and, uh, you know, who your neighbours are and uh, the sorts of work you're doing. Okay. All right. Uh, the island of Borneo, it's an island, um, Borneo, and made up of three different countries, so quite unique. And um, it's it's the third largest island in the world, so it's a massive island. And um, uh, a quarter of the island is uh, East Malaysia, and then between the two states of Malaysia, Sarawak and Sabah, you have another country called Brunei. And then three quarters of the island is Kalimantan, which belongs to Indonesia. The uh, equator goes directly through the middle of uh, Borneo. So we're just under the equator there in the Indonesian side of Borneo in West Kalimantan, closest to, quite close to central Kalimantan. So we're smack in the middle of nowhere and um, uh got 300 hectares of property that we purchased over the years and uh, there we've built a village. And 300 hectares of property is a large, large property and you've established a significant mission base there. Yes, uh, it, it is quite large. I actually got lost twice uh, trying to survey the area when we uh, were looking at buying it. So, um, yeah, it's very large. But the reason why we bought it was really we went there to share share uh, the gospel message to the tribal people. The tribal people there are animists, so they're, they're Dayaks, uh, called Dayaks. The word Dayak actually means people, so there's about 400 different tribes that belong to the Dayaks, and um, a lot of them are animistic, so they believe in a spirit and a tree and the sun and everything else, and and so the Lord told us uh, all those years ago to go to Borneo and to start planting churches there, start sharing the gospel with them and plant churches amongst the different tribes, which we've been doing. But then we noticed that a lot of uh, kids were neglected. We found a lot of kids in the jungle that nobody wanted and therefore challenged us to start bringing them into our place and and um, to look after them, which we've been doing ever since. And it's just grown from one kid to seven to 30 to 70 to 120. And now we've got 830 kids there so that we look after. So that's why we've got 300 hectares of property. So we're building, we built an entire small town there in the middle of nowhere. Just as a little diversion, when we're talking about animism, and you described it very very briefly there, but when you're a Christian missionary to a tribal group that is animist, 
how difficult mm-hmm. is it to bring the gospel and what sort of good things happen when you bring the gospel to a, a group that are uh, they recognize that there is a spiritual realm and there's spirits in this and that. What sort of difference does the gospel make? Oh, a big difference. I mean, um, a lot of the tribes um, have a number of villages, right? So you've got large tribes and small tribes. And um, some of them that uh, live around the coastal areas, they uh, a lot of them already have churches. Uh, the Catholic Church has been there quite active. So, And then there's lots of uh, um, other Protestant churches around. But um, the further you go into the interior where um, it's more... Uh, time-consuming to get there, it's more costly to get there and more dangerous to get there, Uh, you come across a lot of the tribes that are still quite primitive and therefore um, they only um, have their animistic beliefs, so there's nothing else. And so when you you go there to share the love of God with them, you can't just open up the Word of God and just say, look, Jesus, the Son of God who takes away the sins of the world, um, they haven't got a... the, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world... They haven't got an understanding of a lot of things. So you've got to find a way, a picture form. I always say you've got to use a picture form, what, something that they can relate to, you know, to be able to bring the gospel in to them. And, um, and so um, God just gives you in different places, different, uh, b- different pictures in order to be able to make the gospel, you know, relate to them a lot better. So, um and and it works, and and so that's how people receive the gospel and and become a Christian and do away with the animistic beliefs. So uh, yeah, really amazing. Is there a New Testament or a whole Bible in the tribal language of the Dayak people? Uh, there's 400 different languages uh, under that umbrella. So we've got children of 74 dry, tribes at our place. So 74 languages in our village. Uh, but thankfully, they all go to our school, so they all learn the national language as well, the national Bahasa Indonesia language. But um, uh, some of the tribes do have, uh, yep, the Wycliffe have been there very actively involved in various parts of Borneo and have translated a lot of the languages um, and um, uh, written um, the Bible in their own languages. So that's really good. And just recently, there was one Udanum tribe. Uh, they had completed, so that was uh, an app. An app absolutely breakthrough there um but some of the tribes you see are quite small now and another generation or two and they'll be gone or done away with because a lot of the kids now are, are being educated they're going to school they're going to universities and they're marrying um other people people from other tribes and so therefore it's not like it used to be a, a, a generation ago where they just kept to their own tribe so you're seeing now that a lot of the languages are slowly disappearing. So you've got more than 800 children who are yeah. being educated in your care. Uh, as yeah. I understand it, uh, when they arrive, oftentimes they're malnourished, uh, suffering some yeah. diseases, tuberculosis, malaria, typhoid. Uh, yeah, no doubt correct. the health dimension of what you do is important as well. Yeah, absolutely, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. So... Um, Yes, um, we find them or they're dumped at our place or um, um, and some, some, some children do have loving parents, uh, do have parents and they, but because the, where they live, they're so remote and the witch doctors, see every, every village has their own witch doctor who lords it over them. And so a witch doctor will decide often with, especially with girls, with daughters, you know, when the girls are nine or 10 or 11 years old and they get their first period, then they get married off by the witch doctor and you as a parent don't really have a say in this 
you get a couple of pigs in exchange for your daughter. And uh, then the witch doctor will marry your daughter off to an old guy who's already got three or four wives. And so, um, and then she's pregnant straight away. And then you see these girls, by the time they're 20, they've already had four, five, six kids. And, but then they look, they look like old women because they've been completely abused and, you know, absolutely awful to see. So, and this is why I believe that God sort of told us to sort of prepare a place for a thousand neglected kids and build schools for 2,000 so that we can bring these kids in, these girls in, so they're not going to be sold off anymore. And uh, so we can bring kids in and and love them and care for them and in a safe environment and uh, educate them then and so they can make something beautiful of their lives, which they wouldn't be able to do in the villages if they stayed there. Is it typical across the world where there is animistic religion uh, that some of these sorts of practices, you know, without any moral boundaries uh, that happen or that we can glean from our Christian scriptures, is it something that's fairly common across animistic cultures? Oh, it is. Because, look, these people don't know Jesus. And so life is very cheap then. Life is has no value. They don't see life as valuable as... You know, they don't know that, you know, I often say, you know, Jesus created us and the Lord created us uh, because he loves us so much and, and um, he values every human being, every life. And so, but if you don't know that, you know, then, then life is very cheap. And so that's why they don't really care about their, their, their kids, uh, you know. And, um, um, but once, um, like in Australia, for instance, we have a, a Christian heritage, and we brought up whether you're a Christian or not, you're still uh, riding on the blessings of our forefathers, I believe, in believing, you know, knowing that uh, our Christian values and principles are um, so entrenched in us and our upbringing, you know, through the whole system, that we believe that every person, you know, is is valuable, and therefore we should we should look look after um, human beings. You know, the, and um, but if you if you don't have that then, yeah, then you can understand why, where they're coming from. And that's why it's so important then that, that, that we share the gospel message with people and, and let them know that there is a God who created them, who loves them, you know, and, and wants the very best for, for us all. And, um, and that's why he um, sent Jesus to, to help us to get to know him and so that we can embrace him, believe in him, and then, uh, you know, make, make the most of it our lives so so important another good reason why the gospel is good news for nations that have those tribal cultures ronnie you're in demand as a speaker around the world you do a lot of traveling too give us some insights yeah. into the places you're visiting and talking about the mission work you do well you know i i remember years ago 29 years we're now in borneo and so before, just in the plane as we were going over there, the Lord told me that, that I was going to be speaking everywhere. Now, I'm not, I wasn't a speaker. I wasn't, you know, uh, um, a fluent speaker in anything any, uh, then, but I just had a passion for God and a passion for people. And uh, But I, I'm also a bit of a stirrer. I love to see the body. I love the body of Christ. I love the church. But I also want the church to be healthy and strong. And I'm, what I'm seeing around the world is that uh, there's a lot of churches that are, 
that are, well, how can I say it, um, that are sleeping, that are barely awake and need to be, you know, um, shaken a bit. I always call the church in many places like a sleeping giant that needs to be awakened and know and understand the reason why we're here, you know, as Christians, that that we need to be a light in this world and that we need to, you know, share the love of God uh um, with uh, courage and and with assertiveness, you know, in the world today, especially today, you know, when when we look at the plight of the world today, well, we need to be a light in this world and share the gospel with uh, as many people. So the Lord has opened doors for me to go to Holland. I lived in Holland for ten years and uh, speak the language fluently because I went to school there, and so I speak all over the place, Holland and in Belgium and the UK and America, Canada. You know, Singapore and Malaysia and New Zealand and Australia, and uh, wherever God takes me. Like I'm always, say, I always say to God, wherever you want me to go, I'll go. Whether it's to two or three people, or whether two thousand, or who, who knows how many, it doesn't really worry me, as long as I'm where you want me to be, and to, to stir up people, to challenge them, to stir their faith. You know, a lot of young people today, they. Uh, I find that a lot of Christians today, a lot of young people and older people, they don't believe in miracles anymore. And yet we, you know, God is still the same yesterday, today and forever, Scripture says, But which is so true. And God still does miracles today at our place. I mean, God has done so many miracles at our place and he still does. And yet when, when I hear, when I listen to people, you know, believing that oh, you, Jesus used to do miracles, but not now anymore, surely. And I go, yes, he does. Right, and so, and if you don't believe that, you need to come to our place and then see it with your own eyes. So, um, very important. Well, Ronnie, let's get together on another day and talk about those miracles. Uh, just for sure. listeners today, though, uh, you've founded a ministry that has the Living Waters Village. It's got medical ministries. You've got church planting in remote regions of Borneo. You also have a child sponsorship program. So in some sense here, uh, for listeners today, there might be some who are thinking, well, I've got a connection to Borneo, perhaps sponsoring a child. They can do that when, uh, when they connect with you on your website. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Have a look at our website and uh, www.livingwatersvillage.com and um, and then it's got um, under donations or, or child support uh, there. You just, just press that and then have a look um, where you can uh, start that whole process. Well, Pastor Ronnie and Kay Haybour are missionaries on the island of Borneo. They work in the heart of the Kalimantan jungle. That website to connect with Ronnie is livingwatersvillage.com. livingwatersvillage.com. Ronnie, thank you so much for sharing your heart with us today on 2020. You're welcome, Neil. All the best. God bless you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.